Welcome to Chat NDT with ASNT, a podcast from the American Society for Non-Destructive Testing. I'm Debbie Siegler, the host of the podcast. Barry Schieferstein is the ASNT Learning and Events Director. Barry began working for ASNT in July of 2018. He oversees all of ASNT's events as well as the learning programs department. Barry and his team continually strive to produce great events and learning programs. Welcome, Barry, to Chat NDT with ASNT. Barry, welcome to Chat NDT with ASNT. I'm so glad you've joined me. I know we have so much to talk about ASNT 2021, the annual conference. I know there's going to be a lot of big changes, and I'm excited to chat with you about them. Thanks, Debbie. Yeah, it's, it's exciting to be here. And, and we, uh, when I say we, we as the Learning and Events Department are, are really excited about all the changes we have coming up for this year's conference. So we are meeting in Phoenix, Arizona. With the pandemic in mind, what are your thoughts on moving forward with the conference? That's a great question, Debbie. And uh, right now we are full speed ahead with the planning for an in-person event. Uh, At this point, unless things change drastically for the worse, uh, there's no reason why we can't hold it in person. We we just got done having two in-person events uh, both in Reno and in Baltimore over the past uh, several weeks, and uh, those went off without a hitch. And uh, there's no reason why uh, we, we can't uh, bring everybody to Phoenix in November. Can you share with our listeners uh, just a little bit of information about the convention center, about the hotels, how exciting Phoenix is? Yeah, Phoenix. Uh, I, I got to do a site visit to Phoenix uh, this past May, and the downtown area is is vibrant uh, is a great word to, to use for it there's all kinds of activities going on we're taking over the uh, renaissance hotel and the hyatt regency which are both uh, nearby to the convention center and all of the conference activities uh, with the exception of our asnt celebrates uh, banquet will be held in the convention center well that's convenient barry that once our attendees head over to the convention center, they won't have to leave to rush back to a meeting in a hotel or any place else. I think that's that's excellent. Let's talk about the program for the conference. Can you talk about when committee meetings are being held? Yeah, that's a, that's a, going to be the biggest change for, for everybody who's been attending the annual conference for, for the past several years is that we are completely changing up the overall flow of the conference this year. Uh, one of the biggest changes our volunteers will notice is that all of the committee meetings, as you mentioned, will be held prior to the conference on the Sunday and Monday prior to the conference starting. Uh, we're, we're making a very deliberate effort to separate out the governance of the society from the actual conference. One of the things I, I learned early on, I've been with ASNT now just a little bit over three years, and I was surprised to learn that a lot of our attendees at the conference never get to enjoy the conference because they were always at meetings. So we decided to uh, use this opportunity to change up the schedule and uh, move all of those meetings to a pre-conference schedule. So if someone is attending a committee meeting, what is the best day to arrive in Phoenix? 
That's going to depend on what committees they are on. Uh, again, all of the meetings will be starting on Sunday, uh, Sunday morning, and run through mid-afternoon on Monday. Uh, but really, they should check with their council chairs and vice chairs to see what the schedule is for their particular committee meetings. So that Sunday would be November 14th, and our conference runs from November 15th through the 18th. So you're saying that the committee meetings are on November 14th and half a day on Monday, November 15th. Is that right. correct? Right. That is right. And just, just to give you a little bit more detail on that. So, yes, the committee meetings will run uh, all day on Sunday the 14th and, and until 2.30 on Monday the 15th when we will hold our annual business meeting. And that will go for an hour. And then uh, the actual conference this year is going to kick off at 4 o'clock on Monday. Uh, so that's another another big change that we're doing this year. Uh, historically, we've started the conference Tuesday morning with a keynote. Uh, however, we're moving that to Monday afternoon uh, prior to the welcome reception in the exhibit hall. So keynote general session, first one will run uh, starting at 4 o'clock on Monday, November 15th. And right after that ends, we will uh, roll right into the welcome reception in the exhibit hall. So I feel like the energy is very different about this conference, probably because we didn't get a chance to meet in person last year, but I feel like we're doing something very different with our keynotes. And we have like a very high energy keynote speaker kicking off the conference. Can you talk about him? Sure, uh, it's 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 a little bit a uh, little bit of a different type of keynote than uh, than what you would expect at uh, an NDT conference. Uh, Mark Schulman is our keynote speaker, and believe it or not, he is the drummer for Pink, uh, and he's going to be talking about uh, hacking the rock star attitude. Uh, so so it's somewhat of a, a motivational speech, but very very high energy. We're we're really looking forward to having Mark there and and kicking things off and. And that's very deliberate. We, we want to get everybody excited about what's coming up for the rest of the week in the conference, because uh, as we've been talking about already, you know, this conference is going to look very different. And we're hoping uh, everybody uh, has a little bit of a different experience uh, at the end of the at the end of the week. So Mark has is the drummer for Pink, and he's he's also been the drummer for many famous bands, other famous bands. Is he bringing his drum kit? Is that part of the keynote? That, that is uh, that is part of his uh, his talk. Yes, uh, uh, there uh, he he's coming in earlier on Monday and setting up uh, the entire drum set, and uh, it should uh, should be an interesting thing. Well, that sounds very exciting. So we're not having just one keynote; we're having two keynotes. Can you talk about the closing keynote and what that will look like? Yes, and that, that's another change to the uh, overall schedule. We are uh, adding on a closing keynote on Thursday, a closing general session that will also have lunch included. Uh, so that's going to run uh, Thursday, Thursday early afternoon. And our closing keynote, uh, another exciting addition to the conference, is Dr. Radhika Dirks. So Dr. Radhika Dirks, she is a quantum physicist turned entrepreneur. She's going to be talking about artificial intelligence, and uh, that's a really, really hot topic in uh, NDT and NDE right now. 
and uh, we're, we're excited, excited to have uh, her added to the uh, lineup for this year. Well, that certainly does sound exciting. So we've you mentioned earlier that we're having four general sessions, and I know we've talked about two, the opening and closing keynotes. Can you talk about the other two? Certainly. Uh, as I mentioned, you know, we're going to have the opening opening general session on Monday, which is a, a new schedule for that. And we're adding this closing general session over lunch. Well, that leaves Tuesday and Wednesday. So on Tuesday, uh, our general session will run from 9 to 1030 again. And that general session uh, hopefully will be our Mel uh, Lester Award talk. That'll be by uh, Dr. Bernard Titman if he can come in person. Uh, he he is in the UK and we're not sure that he's going to be able to attend in person. Uh, if he's if he's not, we will be offering his presentation in another format, and we'll we'll be uh, looking to fill that slot with something else exciting. On on, on Wednesday, we're going to be offering something new, and it's going to be a topical panel related to something uh, going on in the NDT industry. This year, we're going to be focusing on workforce development. Uh, that is something that, uh, unfortunately, is a hot topic in all industries, but uh, very much so in the NDT world. So we're going to be putting together a panel to discuss how can we uh, fix the workforce development problem in NDT. At many of our past conferences, we've had a career workshop. What is that going to look like at the conference? Another great question, Debbie, and, and another uh, another big change for us as we uh, look to make the conference more about a celebration of the industry and a way to forward the industry. Uh, yes, in the past, we've offered a career workshop, which was focused on the students that came to the conference. What we want to do is, for this year is expand that audience and make it into a career day for people anywhere in their in their NDT careers. And what that's going to look like is, is we're going to be doing that on Monday. So again, a little bit of a change. Uh, people can come in early prior to the conference if they're interested in participating in the career day. And we're going to offer a series of presentations on career development things, such as interviewing skills or writing a resume or building out your LinkedIn profile. And at the same time, we're going to have spaces set up for companies to actually conduct interviews. There's so many companies out there that are hiring right now. They're looking for people and we're going to have opportunities for them to be doing on-site interviews while this is all going on. And again, that'll all happen on Monday. Barry, in addition to NDT Career Day, what other professional development opportunities will be available at conference? Well, that's another good question, Debbie. Um, we're going to have uh, a number of sessions on things related to that career day. Uh, some of it may, may be carried over from Monday. Some of it may be in, uh, more in depth, such as on resume building and, or I should say resume writing and, and uh, networking and LinkedIn profiles, things like that, that I already mentioned. But we're also gonna get into some other topics and some of these were covered at our virtual annual conference last year, but things like conflict resolution or uh, handling uncomfortable situations in the workplace. Uh, so we're gonna offer a, a number of different topics in the area of professional development. So for those members and guests who are unable to attend in person, can you talk about the virtual component of the conference? 
Sure. One of the things that we have been doing uh, even prior to the pandemic was looking towards offering some of the conference content online for people who are unable to travel. And this year, of course, it's a little bit more important than ever that we be able to do that. So we are going to be offering two of our session rooms online, uh, live, live streamed while they're happening. Uh, the, we will be offering all of our general sessions, and there will be four general sessions. We've talked about two, but actually there's going to be a total of four general sessions and some other programming happening in that general session room throughout the day. And then we're also going to offer one of our technical session rooms to be live streamed. Additionally, we're going to have a number of presenters who won't be able to travel to the conference, of course. Uh, a lot of our international folks won't be able to attend, but they still want to present. So we're going to be having them pre-record their presentations, and we're going to be offering those as an online exclusive. Uh, those won't be presented to the people in person, but anybody attending online will get a chance to, to view those pre-recorded sessions. Do you have to register in advance to get access to the virtual? So yes, registration for the virtual component is very similar to registering as an in-person attendee at the conference. We do give you a price break because we understand you're not getting the full uh, benefit of being there in person. Uh, you're not going to get all the content that's going to be available, but uh, we're going to offer you some great content and at a reduced price. So I want to talk about the RISE program. And RISE is AS&T's exclusive leadership development program made for young NDT professionals to give them the tools they need to guide the industry into the future. And we, the RISE program kicked off in, originally kicked off in August of 2019. And of course, we had to postpone it because uh, the really the goal and the benefit of RISE is the collaboration and meeting in person. And so now we're going to be able to meet in person in Phoenix. Can you talk about what is happening with the RISE program at the conference? Yes, the, the, the RISE program started in 2019 and we had to pause because of the pandemic, but now we're ready to start it back up with a great group of young leaders. And the point of bringing them to the conference is to not only expose them to the conference itself, and get them some of that technical content, but connect them with other stakeholder groups and, and have them build relationships that will benefit them down the road. And some of the things that we're going to be doing is we're going to have them attending like the board of directors meeting, where we'll have them attend some other committee meetings and learn about the governance structure of ASNT. And then we're also going to have some specific sessions just for the RISE participants to uh, give them some training on leadership skills, on governance skills. And the whole goal is to populate leadership positions in our sections and at a national level down the road. AS&T has close relationships with many of our sister societies. Are they participating in the conference? Yeah, actually they are, Debbie. We, that's another area where we're excited to uh, make a little bit of a change where we're going to be having some featured sessions on how NDT relates to other fields. Uh, we're excited to be working with the American Welding Society and, and AMP, uh, which is uh, most people know it formally as, as NACE, who uh, merged with another society. Uh, and uh, we're in talks with a few other organizations 
to do some presentations on things like codes or standards uh, that that we work with in NDT and how they apply to their fields. So yeah, we're, we're excited to be offering uh, those sessions on Wednesday uh, of the conference. Well, that sounds like an excellent collaboration, especially since many of our members are members of both those societies as well. ASNT recently announced the formation of ASNT Certification Services, LLC. Can you talk about the certification services role at the conference? Sure, and that's one, one other area that I've been trying to really expand the conference offerings is, is in trying to make the annual conference ASNT as a whole, the society's conference. So much has been focused on just the presentations and the exhibits in the past much, uh, you know, we're, and we've kind of forgotten about everything else that ASNT is doing. So when you mention certification services, uh, two programs come to mind. First is the employer-based certification program that they're offering. And we're going to be doing an entire session uh, in the main room on EBC. And that's going to happen on Tuesday at uh, 1.30. And then the other uh, big program that they have going on right now is the in industry sector qualification exams, the ISQ exams. And we're going to be offering uh, both ISQ exams, the Shearwave and the UT, uh, during the conference. Excellent. I know that uh, EBC has had a series of webinars that were really well attended. I think that'll be very exciting to have something in person where attendees will be able to ask questions and um, learn more about uh, both of those programs, ISQ and EBC. Yeah, we're, we're really excited to have, the, have them involved in you. You just brought up another great point, Debbie, in, in that asking questions. And, and one of the other uh, big changes that you'll notice on the exhibit floor this year is the presence of an ASNT booth. And the ASNT booth is going to feature representatives from each of the departments uh, who will be there to answer all of the attendees' questions about anything, anything ASNT, from publications to uh, webinars. Will attendees have to make appointments or can they just walk up? Just walk up during during any of the exhibit hours. So starting uh, Monday afternoon at about 530 and running through uh, Wednesday afternoon, uh, we will have representatives in uh, right front and center in the exhibit hall answering your questions. How many exhibitors will there be? We typically have about 210 exhibitors on the exhibit floor, but of course, with the pandemic, we're projecting a little bit lower than that this year, but we'll end up with close to 200 exhibitors on the floor. Now, Phoenix is a fabulous place to visit, and it's going to be wonderfully warm for those that live in colder climates. What is there to do if you're bringing your partner to conference? Well, that's going to be another big change where for the first time we are introducing a guest program at the annual conference. And the guest program is going to include uh, admission to several of the events, including the opening and closing general sessions with our, our great keynote speakers, but also uh, a special welcome reception just for the, for the guests. And we'll also be introducing the guests to the Visitors Bureau from Phoenix will give them all kinds of uh, exciting things that they can do during the conference when uh, 
Yeah, the companions are attending the conference. We're also looking into adding on a tour to a botanical garden and a museum, and details of that should be coming very soon. Let's talk about AS&T Celebrates. We've really been putting that out front and center and talking about it and that this is a brand new celebration. We typically have a changing of the collar. We have every single award that we're giving out all done in a matter of hours. What's new with AS&T Celebrate? What should everyone be excited about? What should they wear? What does it look like, Barry? Oh, great question. That's another big change that uh, people will be surprised with is uh, the, the awards banquet as we knew it uh, has been retired, as it, as it were. And we're re-envisioning what that evening should look like in, in the mindset of a celebration of the industry. And what we're going to be focusing on is not the governance issues. Again, we're separating governance out of the changing of the collar, as you mentioned, but we're going to be celebrating the industry and some of the ASNT's most prestigious awards, uh, the biggest individual awards and, and accomplishments. And we're looking to make it a fun and energetic event uh, accompanied by dinner. Now, I know the next question is, well, what about all the other awards? What, what's happening with those? Well, we're still going to be presenting those awards at the conference. What we're going to do is we're just going to spread them out over the four general sessions that we have. So really, the in my mind, those award winners are going to get more recognition because they're going to be in front of a bigger audience receiving their awards than they would have at the at the what used to be called the banquet. I think that's such a great idea to give award winners that extra time they can feel special it's not all in one night it's an opportunity to have the focus be on their individual accomplishments at our past conferences it's been the celebration gala has been a black tie affair and it begins with a cocktail hour? Are we still doing that? Is it still a black tie event? Can you talk more about that? Sure. The, uh, the, we introduced the cocktail hour in uh, 2019 in Las Vegas. It was something that our new executive director, Neil Couture, uh, requested that I add in, and, and we we're happy to be continuing that and, and actually expanding it a little bit. So beginning at six o'clock, we're going to have a reception uh, outside of the ballroom where the ASNT celebrates will, will occur. And the reception is really about networking and experiencing some of the local flavors, be they, uh, you know, some of the microbrews slash distilleries that might be around or some of the local food. We're still working out the details with the hotel on those items, but uh, it's going to be a, a fun time. And then we're going to flow right into the AS&T Celebrates dinner. And what's going to be, uh, in my mind, exciting about this is that we hope to have it over in about two hours. So everybody will still have the evening to go out and enjoy on the town. As far as dress, I wouldn't say black tie. Uh, we really never uh, enforced a black tie dress code. Uh, but, uh, you know, people are welcome to wear uh what, what they're comfortable with. It is, it is a little bit dressier affair. People, people like to get dressed up to receive their awards and uh, it is, it is a little bit nicer, but I would, I would call it uh, business attire, not necessarily black tie. What's new, what's new with registration? What, what's, what is it going to look like this year? Oh, 
registration, uh, well, until you get on site, registration will be very similar to what you've experienced in the past uh, in terms of registering online. But once on site, that's going to be a big change. And one of the things I've been working on since I came to ST is providing a better experience at the registration counter. So rather than uh, standing in line to pick up a name badge that's already been printed for you, we're going to have self-check-in kiosks where you simply walk up to a kiosk, type in your, your last name and your first initial, or if you're tech savvy and, and have the email that we'll send out to you that has a QR code in it, you simply scan the QR code and your name badge prints automatically for you. Uh, this is another thing that we've experienced uh, over the past uh, couple of weeks at, at the conferences we've just held, and it's a flawless system. It just works so well and it eliminates all lines. So another reason to pre-register is, is you'll have a quick self-check-in, uh, no lines, and uh, hopefully no problems. Why should someone attend the conference? Why shouldn't they? <laughs> no, that, that's, a, that's a great question. I, I think they should attend the conference because it is the NDT event of the year. It is uh, definitely this year going to be the largest in-person NDT conference in the world. Uh, by far. And it is the place where the uh, NDT world comes together and you don't want to miss it. What would you tell a first time attendee? What is their experience going to be like? First time attendee? Well, the first thing I tell them is we, we have a session just for you at one o'clock on Monday, where we kind of introduce you to everything that is the AST annual conference. Uh, you can come there and uh, meet me and meet some of the other ISC staff and uh, learn what's going to be happening in the week, learn uh, you know, how to navigate the conference, and we'll even take you on a tour of the facility so that you know where everything's at. We've had a mobile app at our conferences for the past several years. Are we going to have a mobile app for the 2021 conference? Yes, uh, actually, as part of our new software systems that we're putting in place, the mobile app is in integrated with uh, so many of the other things that you'll be seeing, like the self-check-in kiosk. It's all part of one system. Uh, the mobile app, again, we debuted at these, uh, the past two conferences we just held. And again, another, another item that's working very well. Uh, for anybody who's been to a conference of ours uh, prior to the summer, uh, we are retiring the old mobile app, so you can go ahead and uninstall that from your, your mobile devices, and we send out instructions with your registration on how to download the new app and how to gain access uh, to, to the particular conference. I find the app incredibly useful, and any of the conferences that I've attended always have a mobile app, and just being able to put together my own schedule and know where I have to be at what time in what room makes it so easy that I don't have to like look at a piece of paper. I can just look at my phone, figure out where I need to be, figure out who the speakers are, find out who else is attending so I can connect with other attendees. I love it. I think the mobile app is so helpful. Yeah, I think you, you touched upon the biggest use for the mobile app, which is creating a personalized agenda. And that's that's something I do when I attend conferences as well. It's it's just so nice to have access to that uh, list before the conference and go through and kind of read the descriptions and then uh, decide what your schedule is going to be uh, ahead of time. And then when you're, when you're on site, you don't have to worry about looking up a, in a printed program guide or 
on, on the signage to figure out what's where and when things are going to be happening. It's just, just so easy to pre-plan it. And I know that your team works very hard to pull off conferences throughout the year and especially a conference of this size where we expect thousands of attendees. And I know that we couldn't pull this off without the help of our volunteers. And in 2019, we had a program, the Ambassador Program. Are we doing that in Phoenix? Oh, definitely. The The Ambassador Program is something that I've done uh, throughout my event career in one form or another. And what it is, is it, you're exactly right. We can't pull off a conference of this size uh, with, even if we brought every single staff member from the ISC, it's not enough people to make make a conference of this size run smoothly. So, what we do is we uh, pull upon uh, some of some of the people that are attending, and we give you an opportunity to get a free registration in exchange for giving us a few hours of your time. So, we we have it online where you can apply to be a ASNT ambassador. And what an ambassador does is uh, any number of things from helping us out at registration. I mentioned the self-check-in kiosk. Well, that being a new program, we're going to need some people there to kind of guide our attendees through the process. Uh, we also have session monitors where literally we ask you to sit in on a session and let us know if there's a problem. And, and there's a number of other positions that we have. But what we ask is uh, uh, that if somebody's interested in, in participating in this program, you give us six hours of your time during the conference, and, and in exchange, we give you a free conference registration. And like I said, I've used this very, very successfully in the past, and I hope it's a, a program that we can build up uh, over the next few years. With the number of attendees and our really robust program schedule, is there time to network? Oh, there is a, a ton of time for networking. and. And that's another area that we've really focused on for this year is giving people some uh, breathing room, I guess you could call it. Believe it or not, one of the biggest complaints a conference organizer like myself gets from a conference like this is that we try and put too much stuff into the schedule. (laughs) And, uh, you know, there's too many things to decide between. And and people think that if, you know, they, they take an hour off where they just need to sit down and, and relax or you know have a conversation with somebody that they're missing out on something else. And and so people don't ever have that down, that scheduled downtime. So we're, we are making some intentional networking time, primarily on the Tuesday and Wednesday of the conference. After the general sessions ends at 1030, we're not going to have any technical programs until they start up in the afternoon at 130. So there's going to be a three hour break in there where that's in it's an intentional break to allow you time to visit with the exhibitors, network with other attendees, and just enjoy the conference. We're going to be offering some informal networking areas within the conference during this break time. And these are going to be kind of topical discussions, uh, if you want to call them that. Uh, So if you Picture yourself outside of the session rooms or outside of the exhibit rooms in what we call the foyer areas. Uh, and we have somebody having a discussion on, I don't know, say ultrasonic testing. 
And maybe maybe we have some equipment there uh, from an exhibitor who has a new piece of equipment and they're showing off that equipment. But it's it's just a kind of an informal, non-scheduled type topical discussion that you can drop in and drop out of as as your schedule allows. I'm sure attendees will really appreciate that opportunity and, and especially the presenters who can really create a, a deeper relationship with the attendees of their sessions. And typically they're speaking to them and then they're off to another uh, workshop or another opportunity to present. And I think just having that opportunity to really have a real conversation is going to be really beneficial. Yeah, I think so, especially this year in, in, in coming out of this uh, this pandemic. And uh, for a lot of people, this will be the first event that they're coming to in person. And just, just having that time to talk with another person in person <laughs> is going to be very valuable. I, I One of my friends who works in another industry doing meetings uh, held a meeting earlier this summer, and, and she... Uh, only half jokingly said that nobody was attending her sessions because they were all outside talking with each other, but that's not a bad thing this, uh, this year. Right. Right. Business gets done when people get a chance to talk to each other. So I know we'll be following the local safety protocols of Phoenix and the state of Arizona. Can you talk a little bit about those as they relate to COVID safety? Sure. Uh, one of the things that we decided early on in the pandemic was when we did start meeting in person again, as we have over the past several weeks, is that we would follow whatever the local protocols and uh, local regulations are for wherever we're meeting. So uh, those may change uh, for the Phoenix area before we meet there, but uh, we will be sure to let everyone know what, uh, what protocols there are in terms of uh, whether or not we need to be wearing masks or not. Uh, and things like that. But as far as uh, other things, I will tell you that uh, session rooms and exhibit halls and things like that are all sanitized uh, in between sessions or overnight. Uh, we will be offering sanitizing stations and we, we encourage everybody to, to practice uh, the, the common sense protocols that uh, we've all been uh, hearing about over the past year and a half, which is, you know, try, try to avoid shaking hands. And, and if you're if you're not feeling well, don't uh, don't come in person and things like that. But it's, it, you know, in my opinion, it's all common sense stuff. Do you want to share with our listeners how they can register for conference? Yeah, uh, registration, as I mentioned earlier, is very easy. You simply go to asnt.org and go under the events uh, page. So you can either get there asnt.org slash events or just go to asnt.org and select events at the top and under upcoming events you will see the AST annual conference. And from there, you can get all the information that you need and register. Barry, do you have anything else to add and share with our listeners about AST 2021, the annual conference? No, I would just say that uh, we as a staff and, uh, and uh, specifically the conference team is uh, looking forward to seeing everyone in person and, and putting together an exciting program for you for 2021. Thank you, Barry. It's been really great speaking with you, and I look forward to attending the conference in Phoenix, Arizona. Thank you for listening to Chat NDT with ASNT. For more information about our organization, 
please visit our website at asnt.org. You can also connect with us on social media at ASNT Info on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube. Chat NDT with ASNT is copyrighted by the American Society for Non-Destructive Testing. ASNT, creating a safer world. <laughs>